Welcome to Ed Leader with your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Join Dr. Jackson for conversations and reflections on improving educational leadership from the classroom to the boardroom and beyond. Educational leadership is an ever-evolving opportunity to make a real and lasting difference in the lives of students, parents, and the community. And now, here's your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson, and I want to thank you for spending time with me today. If you have not, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on your podcast player and share it with your network of colleagues and friends. The Ed Leader Podcast community continues to grow worldwide because of your kind words and positive ratings. Remember, you can find show notes, links to references that are cited during each episode, and find each of the previous regular episodes and the special series that we have done at drrobjackson.com. Recently, Dr. Lindsay Walker, a middle school principal in the mountains of North Carolina, gave the Ed Leader podcast a shout out on Twitter. I appreciate the warm words from Dr. Walker, and I greatly appreciate all of the feedback I receive and would love to hear from each of you. You may find contact information for the podcast and for me at drrobjackson.com. This new series on the science of reading has taken off. As you may have heard on the last episode in this series, I have set a personal goal to dig into and break down each of the elements of reading comprehension. I'll share what I learn as we go in this brand new Ed Leader podcast series on the science of reading, What Every Ed Leader Should Know. For Ed Leaders who may not have taught in the primary grades or have a background in reading instruction, And for those who are true literacy experts, I'm going to do my best to peel back the rhetoric and get to the heart of what ed leaders need to know about the science of reading. Speaking of getting to the heart, let's get to it. In the first episode of this series, I spent time breaking down the science of reading within the context of the reading wars that have been raging for some time between balanced literacy proponents and science of reading advocates. If you've not listened to that episode, I'd like to encourage you to spend a few moments with it as it grounds the series and undergirds the deconstruction of reading comprehension that I'm attempting. In the second episode, I found myself back in the midst of shots being fired as I spent time unpacking fluency with the differing opinions among thought leaders as to how to build a reader's ability to read with speed, accuracy, and proper expression. After the spirited debates of the last two episodes, I'm happy to spend time today on a strand that evokes consensus among literacy experts on both sides of the reading wars. Today, I'm pulling out the strand of background knowledge. Professors Susan B. Newman, Tanya Kafer, and Ashley Pinkham wrote, quote, There is a virtual consensus that background knowledge is essential for reading comprehension. Put simply, the more you know about a topic, the easier it is to read a text, understand it, and retain the information. Previous studies have shown that background knowledge plays an enormous role in reading comprehension, end quote. Before diving into today's topic, 
Please let me highlight the foundation for this series. The science of reading is undergirded by theories of how students learn to read and comprehend text. At the very basic level is the simple view of reading theory, which states that there are two elements that combine to result in reading comprehension. This simple view of reading formula states that decoding times language comprehension equals reading comprehension. From this grew Scarborough's reading rope, as conceived by Dr. Hollis S. Scarborough. Dr. Scarborough believed that the elements of word recognition and the elements of language comprehension all weave together into the rope of reading comprehension. Just like a true rope, the more strands present and the stronger that each strand is, the stronger the rope is. It's surmised that if a student is weaker in one strand, the strength of the other strands can still help the student comprehend what she is reading. The strands of word recognition include decoding, phonological awareness, and sight word recognition. The strands of language comprehension include background knowledge, vocabulary, language structures, verbal reasoning, and literacy knowledge. In this new podcast series, my goal is to, again, peel apart the individual strands of reading comprehension and build our shared understanding of what ed leaders need to know about learning to read. In the last episode, we worked through fluency from the word recognition strand. Today, we are focused on background knowledge, a crucial strand of language comprehension. As the writers at Brain Trust define it, quote, background knowledge is everything a child already knows about a topic prior to engaging in the lesson or activity. So for reading, background knowledge refers to all of the information and understanding that students already have that will help them gain deep meaning from whatever text they are reading, end quote. Earlier, I referenced professors Susan Newman, Tanya Kafer, and Ashley Pinkham. These researchers worked together in a three-phase research study to understand the contribution of background knowledge to children's comprehension. A link to their research appears in the show notes at drrobjackson.com if you'd like to read their work or to take a look at the statistical analysis of their studies. Essentially, they used two groups of four-year-olds based on the child's SES or socioeconomic status. One group was from families identified as low SES, and the other group was from families identified as middle SES. Using age-appropriate questions about birds, they were able to determine that low SES children had significantly more limited background knowledge than their middle-class peers. Armed with this information, they moved along to the second phase of their study. They created an illustrated storybook about four different types of birds. As you might expect, the low SES children demonstrated significantly poorer comprehension of the text and had, quote, greater difficulty comprehending the story than their middle SES peers, end quote. In the third phase of the study, doctors Newman, Kafer, and Pinkham eliminated the impact of background knowledge by creating a storybook with a made-up context and characters that would be new and novel to both groups. This time, the researchers found no difference between the group's word learning, comprehension, or ability to make inferences. Taken together, the researchers found that, quote, these results suggest that differences in low SES children's comprehension skills may be attributed 
in part to limitations in their pre-existing knowledge base, end quote. For a moment, let's step away and simply process this research as ed leaders. Children with less background knowledge were not able to comprehend the text at the same level as students with more background knowledge. This seems intuitive, but it is an important and often overlooked factor. This dovetails with the work of Annie Ward and Stephanie Harvey on the importance of reading volume. Annie and Stephanie recently joined me for two regular episodes on the Ed Leader podcast to talk about how students need to read outside of school and how much reading a mere 20 minutes a day impacts the achievement of students and certainly impacts how much background knowledge they bring to new texts. National urban literacy expert Catherine Stark writes that, quote, background knowledge is acquired by the number of experiences someone has in life or the amount of knowledge they have retained from reading or listening. Reading a variety of genres of books, listening to multiple media sources, and engaging in conversations on multiple topics only increase someone's background knowledge, end quote. Readers need to know something about the subject they're reading about. Lacking any background knowledge on the topic, they will struggle to fully understand what the text is about. Catherine Stark writes, quote, background knowledge helps students of all ages and reading levels fully understand text, end quote. Consider for a moment the number of words in the English language that have very different meanings based on the context in which they are used. Thinking of our youngest readers, if I asked them the meaning of the word bark, the answer would either be the outer layer of a tree or the sound a dog makes depending on the context. If a reader has background knowledge about a tree, they're not tripped up or confused by the concept of bark on trees. If they do not have any background knowledge about trees and they're reading a book about trees, They could be confused wondering why a tree is making sounds like a dog. Similarly, the word squash means a vegetable, or the act of smashing something flat, or a game played with rackets and a rubber ball. Background knowledge enables readers to choose between multiple meanings of words. Readers make inferences from the text based on their background knowledge. A reader with poor background knowledge struggles through a text in a way that others with more background knowledge would not. Once a reader has decoded the print into words, reading comprehension requires inferences that are built on background knowledge and not necessarily explicitly stated in the text. As Catherine Stark has stated, quote, when readers have a wealth of previous life experiences or have gained information about a specific topic or content area, their reading comprehension level is automatically increased. When a student already has the background knowledge to support a full understanding of the presented text, their level of comprehension expands. These students are able to easily analyze and interpret, explain their perspective, infer, and summarize the text simply because they feel more confident in the subject matter. End quote. As we think about our academic subject areas, we expect students to continually build upon and build up their background knowledge. 
As demonstrated earlier in the research study I shared, we know that reading comprehension is tied to background knowledge. That being the case, we should make every effort to aid and grow background knowledge in our instructional activities. The background knowledge of a setting, a historical event, an invention, or a famous individual can greatly affect a child's understanding of any given text. A student will not fully understand what they are reading if they do not have background knowledge on the subject to draw upon. Again, from the good folks at Brain Trust, quote, background knowledge is crucial in order for students to fully develop their reading skills. When students use prior knowledge, their brains are able to create new connections between what they already knew and the new information they are learning. The more background knowledge a student has about a topic, the more deeply they'll be able to engage with it, end quote. Implementing background knowledge should be a creative, engaging part of an instructional activity. In her article titled The Importance of Background Knowledge in Understanding Text, Catherine Stark provides powerful examples of how to build a child's background knowledge. She says, Classrooms can take virtual field trips and track settings on a map or globe to understand how the setting impacts the understanding of the text. A story that takes place in China is significantly different from a story that takes place in Ireland. Books take readers to many locations. The background of location is a key story element to understand. Bringing the book to life also increases background knowledge. If a book takes place in a garden, consider creating a school garden. If the book is about sea life, consider taking a real field trip to the nearest aquarium. Hey, by the way, as an aside, the North Carolina Aquarium here in Carteret County is incredible. She goes on to suggest, If a book is about a famous musician, listen to the music. If the book is about the weather, invite a meteorologist to come speak to the class. If the book is about Peruvian food, consider making the food or eating at a Peruvian restaurant. Experiences increase reading comprehension. Teachers have the opportunity to provide experiences that will result in increased comprehension for students and additional background knowledge for the future. Linked in the show notes at drrobjackson.com is a research article that was published in a 2021 issue of the journal Reading Psychology. The article titled, The Role of Background Knowledge in Reading Comprehension, a Critical Review, was written by four literacy researchers in Australia. Doctors Reed Smith and Pamela Snow are with La Trobe University in Bendigo, Australia. Dr. Tanya Sari is with La Trobe University in Melbourne, Australia. And Dr. Lorraine Hammond is with Eden Cowan University in Perth, Australia. The researchers identified 23 studies that met their criteria and focused on the links between background knowledge and reading comprehension of children in the mid to late primary years. Review of the 23 studies' findings highlight that higher levels of background knowledge have a range of effects that are influenced by the nature of the text, the quality of the situation model required, and the presence of reader misconceptions about the text. The researchers say, quote, our findings also indicate that background knowledge impacts differentially on stronger and weaker readers. 
Readers with lower background knowledge appear to benefit more from text with high cohesion, while weaker readers were able to compensate somewhat for their relatively weak reading skills in the context of a high degree of background knowledge, end quote. This is big. The researchers found that background knowledge helps struggling readers, or I should call them striving readers, as recent podcast guests Stephanie Harvey and Annie Ward would call them. Background knowledge helps striving readers overcome weaker word recognition skills. This is absolutely in line with what we've discussed with Scarborough's reading rope theory. Remember, weaker strands in the rope are compensated for by the stronger strands in the reading rope. Let's get back to the review and allow the researchers to share their findings directly with us. They say, quote, several studies included in the review demonstrated a compensatory effect for knowledge and reading ability. Low-skilled readers with a strong knowledge were able to compensate for generally poor comprehension skills. There appears to be a trade-off between knowledge and general reading ability at this age. A child with a strong knowledge base can compensate to some extent for poor reading skills, and a child with strong reading skills can compensate to some extent for deficiencies in knowledge, end quote. They conclude that, quote, the role of background knowledge has been well recognized and researched as an aspect of reading comprehension for the last four decades. Knowledge plays an integral role in most theories of reading, yet remains an under-addressed aspect of reading instruction for teachers. Background knowledge partially, not completely, compensates for reading skill deficiencies. Although misconceptions may be an inhibitor in comprehension, the presence of rich schemata give readers a greater opportunity to build a strong understanding of the text they read, end quote. They also emphasize, quote, the importance of the systematic and sequential building of background knowledge for an increased ability to comprehend a range of text in the upper primary school children, end quote. I do want to pause and recognize that there are different types of background knowledge, and they are helpful to readers in different contexts. Previously known information about a topic comprises one type of background knowledge, This background knowledge helps a student as she is reading about a specific topic and can use what she already knows to understand what is being read and can add to what she already knows by what she is now reading. There's also conceptual background knowledge. If I, as a reader, understand the mechanics of story or the typical flow of a particular genre, I can make more accurate predictions about what is about to happen in what I'm reading and understand what I'm reading at a deeper level. The bottom line is that when students activate their prior knowledge, their reading comprehension grows. In the study I shared at the beginning of this episode, Drs. Newman, Kafer, and Pinkham concluded that, quote, without greater efforts to enhance background knowledge, differences in children's knowledge base may further exasperate the differences in children's vocabulary and comprehension. The imperative to foster children's background knowledge as a means of providing a firm foundation for learning, therefore, is greater than ever. Background knowledge is essential in a student's ability to fully comprehend text. 
When we as educators understand the importance of this literacy component, we develop lessons that lead students to become stronger thinkers and lifelong readers and learners, end quote. Stronger thinkers and lifelong readers and learners. Now, surely that is a goal that every educator, regardless of which side of the reading wars they line up on, would agree with. that you enjoyed our time together. I am interested in your thoughts. Please let me know what you think. And if you think this is been helpful, please share the episode and podcast with your network of friends and colleagues. Thank you for spending time with me today. And thank you for all that you do for every student, every teacher, and every staff member. You are making a difference. If no one else has told you, I want you to know that I love you. Good day. Thank you for listening to the Ad Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ad Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.